This episode of the Second Floor Podcast is brought to you by Edmonton Community Foundation. The foundation acts as a bridge between donors and charities to create a strong, vibrant community for generations to come. You can start an endowment fund yourself or with a group. Once it reaches $10,000, it can start distributing. Vital Signs is an annual checkup conducted by the Edmonton Community Foundation in partnership with Edmonton Social Planning Council to measure how the community is doing. This year's focus is on millennials. Learn more at ecfoundation.org. Welcome, Mina, to the Second Floor Podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Excited to be here. Yeah, we've we've been chatting for, you know, a couple weeks now, and I'm excited to have you on. And um, I want to kind of get started with your story and kind of how you got into your career, because okay. it's very, very interesting, uh, and kind of take us back to, to kind of where it all started. Well, you know, I... I was in university and I was doing side jobs just in retail just to pay the just little bills and um, and then retail kind of took over and who knew it was going to end up being my career yeah. it, from something that was just a part-time job to managing some stores and then next thing you know I was recruited by Holt Renfrew and asked to join and I joined and I was... Um, in management um, for a bit, and then I went straight into personal shopping. The opportunity arose, and they asked me if I wanted to pursue that because I just developed a clientele based, and it just kind of developed from there. Like it just, it just, you don't plan it. It's just um, organic. Mm. It just happened. And yeah. the next thing you know, I decided, okay, well, let's take that leap of faith and do personal shopping and see where that goes. And I had a fantastic general manager. And he said, you know, try it out. If you don't like it, you can always go back. And it was something new for Edmonton as well. And that takes us back. But I've um, been with a company now for, had been with a company for over 23 years. Wow. And um, and it, it just went. It very successful. Got to travel um, quite a bit, develop more clients. A lot of the clients turn out to be great friends. Um, and then they pass me on to their friends and their kids. And it's just kind of catapulted like a small little family branched out. Yeah. So what Love were it. you what were you planning to go into like before this opportunity arose? Well, I went to university to be a elementary school teacher with a degree in psychology, childhood wow. education. And I remember my last practicum, um, it was in a grade one class and I went in and I thought, I don't know if I want to do this. I, I don't feel, mm. don't feel it like I did when I was years ago. Like yeah. I just didn't feel, and then all of a sudden it was just, no, I think I'm going to stay in retail. And, you know, and I didn't expect to stay for long. I was like, okay, another year, another year. And everybody always asks you, when are you going to get a real job? Because mm. nobody really thinks of retail as a job. Yeah. It's just a side thing. Yeah. Right? Sure. Um, and then next thing you know, 
one year, came two years, three, five, ten, fifteen. And here we go. Yeah. And yeah. So with it's been the, exciting. You know, with the you know, I'm curious because with the personal, you know, I guess personal shopping, right? Yeah. No like you know, we I don't know anybody who's actually in it other than yourself. Yeah. Um so did the when you got into it did you start to develop like a passion to help your clients like did like you know obviously you know i know from just personal experience that sometimes you know you try something new and all of a sudden you're like oh wow i didn't think i'd like this yeah and you get into it and then it's like whoa like you know five years has passed and i'm still doing it is that kind of how it went with the you know with the personal shopping and and, in your career was it's like yeah you don't really know what's what's behind this door but let's try it out let's see how it is and then all of a sudden you're like wow this is this is nice yeah well it it is because it was it was offered to me because i i think they felt like i had a good clientele base i knew how to develop my clients i was business driven i was proactive um just a business person uh small business inside a bigger business so you it was up to you to make this business grow um and then I just kind of went in and it just it just was organic because it was just, you had your clients, you call them up, you tell them what they need, um, or you show them some new stuff. It just kind of rolled one thing to the other and it just happened. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, when you're good at something or if you have a passion for it, it just comes natural. Mm-hmm. And my goodness, I didn't think that personal shopping would be my career. Yeah. My life career. Yeah. Um, but I'm, you know, I met a lot of people, went to a lot of great places, um, saw the world and Mm. very fortunate and very grateful for everything. Yeah. And now it's like no longer with Holt Renfrew. They had closed their door in Edmonton and branching out and doing my own thing and expanded personal shopping into almost like a concierge service. Um, besides doing styling for clients, I'm also going to their home doing some home decor stuff as mm-hmm. well and then from there going to do um walking with the client this morning yeah we were walking the river valley because yeah. now with covid it gives them that opportunity to go outside instead of staying home all the time mm-hmm. um and i'm very fluent with the river valley so we do a lot of walking or uh what else styling and i have lots of contracts with very high-end luxury vendors or doesn't have to be them it could be anything in the mall even west ed Southgate, whatever and personal shopping on a different level i'll come out to their home uh we can meet Mm -hmm. it's it's really open it's just i can't believe this is my job because it doesn't seem like a job because i actually truly enjoy doing it yes and uh, it was just like this morning, I was walking with a client and I enjoy walking when the weather is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I do it. Yeah. But it was, a, it was a booked client appointment. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's just like, wow, pinch me. Yeah, that's very cool. I think, you know, you, you, talk, you talked a little bit about, you know, kind of staying, um, you know, at your retail job and you're like another year, another year. Uh, when did it get to a point where you were like, you know what, this is probably what I'm going to be doing? Or maybe it wasn't like that. Maybe you were just, you're like, I enjoy this. There's no reason for me to leave. There's no reason for me to look anywhere else. This is kind of where I'm at. Um, was there was there a point in that journey where 
did you feel any pressure from friends or family who are, you know, maybe potentially telling you like, you know, like you said, get a real job. Why don't, why are you still here? Like you should pursue something else. Was there, was there a point where you were doubting kind of your, where you were headed? No one really, I had lots of um, support, lots of encouragement and clients too. Like a lot of them over the years that you develop, they're like, please don't go anywhere else. Like, I don't know what I would do without you. I go, oh, you'll survive. But that's nice of you to say. But you know, lots of family and lots of of support all around. So that's great. Um, But I, you know, myself would probably be the worst person to doubt yourself right it was like mm. oh how long can i be doing this is this a really a real job yeah. it's like it's paying the bills and all that but it just um i just wake up every day one foot you know left foot out right foot and just keep on walking and doing it and it's just i enjoy it mm-hmm. yeah yeah if um you know i'm curious in your space if somebody wanted to get into that into your space yeah is you know, is, is that something, is, is there a path for that? Or is there, you know, cause I'm curious, is there, or is it kind of, you know, you start your own business, kind of do your own thing. I know for you, you had the opportunity come up, but is there, is there even like, you know, for me personally, I don't know, is there really like a market for this? Like, is it, is it really something that, or is it very niche? Like there, it's very, you know, you know, there's only a certain amount of people here that, that require your services. Yeah. What, do you, what, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Like you if know, somebody wanted to get into it, what would they, how would they get into it? You know, I think if somebody really wanted to get into it, um, I think now they're, I believe Graham McEwen, um, not sure what, who else, they do offer courses oh, they in do. Okay. like interior decorating or if you're going to go into personal shopping and you have to take a business course. You have to know how to run your business. And I know I've seen some websites that offer personal shopping. Yeah. And with all their educational background. But somehow I just feel like, you know, it's it's really, you're either, you know how to do it or you don't know how to do it. You Mm. know how to dress people. You know how to talk to people. You know how to um, dictate yourself in this environment. Um, so I think you just kind of fall into it. And if you're already in retail and if you have a good clientele base, just keep working at it Mm. and building it up. And then you have that resume behind you to eventually maybe step out there take that leap of faith and start your own business. Right. Eventually. Yeah. Um, but I just think, you know, anybody could do it. And there's definitely that market in Edmonton. We're quite, there there's tons of people in Edmonton yeah. that can afford it and wants it. But everybody's very discreet. Everybody's very low-key. They're not so in your face. It's just um, very private. And it's, it's, it's good. It was like that when I was at Holt Renfrew, and I developed those clients from there. And now some of them, you know, actually, I wasn't even going to go into this at all. COVID hit, the store shut down, then I decided, okay, gives me time to exhale and decide what's the next step. And a few people reached out to me during COVID and said, oh, I need your service to do this. Well, not really doing anymore, but I'll help you. And then he said, well, why don't you help me and get paid for it? 
And why are you stop doing what you're doing? Because you're good at it. Yeah. And I thought, well, I guess I could. Yeah. <laughs> why not? And then someone else reached out to me and said, um, you know what? I'm going to hook you up with, say, Bottega Veneta. I'll hook you up with certain vendors that um, I know of. And you've been in that industry for so long that it won't be so hard for you. You got your foot in the door already. And then just from there, it was just friends and clients from yeah. my life that um, kind of pushed me forward mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah, that's that's very interesting how, how things kind of work like yeah, that. Yeah, right? I love it when it happens like that because it's like, it's like I keep saying that word organic, but it's, you know, it's so organic that things happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. And a year ago today, I wouldn't be thinking that I'd be sitting here with you yeah. talking about this. Yeah. And um, and now I am. And, mm. you know, I have a website, Instagram page, uh, podcasts. Yeah. And hopefully soon we'll set up a storefront Wow. as well. Yeah. And just baby steps for everything. Everything happens for a reason at the right time. For sure. You know, what I get the sense of is you're like, it sounds, Mina, that you're very, you know, independent and you kind of, you kind of, from what I am getting is you, you bet, you bet on yourself more so than, than, than not. So you You have to, you have to stay positive. Yeah. Right. You know, it's during COVID and you, you meet so many people and most of them are Debbie Downers and they're so depressed about, um, because that's all you hear in the news all the time is unemployment and yeah. the cases are going up and but no one ever talks about the other side of it the positive side because i think positive news doesn't sell yeah of course yeah <laughs> but i can give you like a handful of stories of people that i've talked to that their business is doing better or they're reinventing themselves like i am and you make the best of it and you just wake up and you just do it and you just keep like don't take no for an answer. Yeah. And if it's you know, if it's not this person, it's gonna be somebody else. Yeah. If it's not this opportunity, it will be another opportunity. You just have to look for those the door. Yeah. And there's gonna be doors in your way and you just have to keep opening them. You don't like that door, shut it, go to another door. Yeah. And you know, I'm curious because you know, what were maybe some initial struggles that you kind of went through? As you were start, you know, as you were, you know, whether it was, you know, you know, with your, you know, with your work, uh, or, you know, personally, you know, during COVID, were there any, you know, personal struggles that you were going through, or with the business that you, you could you could share with us? Well, during COVID, I guess when did it like last February, February March, so yeah. a little over a year ago. Um, I, everybody was just so new to the whole shutdown and what to do, what not to do, and didn't know what to do. Um, I just didn't even think of it. Like, honestly, it never even crossed my mind. Mm. It did not cross my mind until maybe September or so. And the new season starting, and you just look at everything different. Like before with work, I would look at a magazine and we would, you would have to look at it in a business perspective because this is what you're selling eight months down the road, a year down the road. But now that I wasn't in the industry during COVID, you look at a magazine differently. You look at different posts differently. Everybody's doing something different. 
So it gives, it gave me a lot of time to think about what's the next step. What am I going to do? So everything was just planned. You know, it's just a, it's like a seed. It's, it was a seed, mm. and um, and now I'm hoping it's going to thrive. Mm. Plant the right seed in the right environment. Yeah. Water it, love it, and let it grow. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just it just kind of develop. It just it just happened. Yeah. I really don't have. Yeah. I didn't think like back then. I would say, okay, I'm gonna do my own thing. I'm gonna be a personal shopper. I'm gonna expand out to do some concierge and uh, lifestyle coaching, things like that. I just didn't even think of it. Like it wasn't even in my repertoire. I yeah. was just not there. Mm-hmm. And then it just you know the right people comes into your life at a certain time and they kind of put these little thoughts in your head like you know do it do it do it yeah so i'm doing it yeah <laughs> uh how have you kind of felt in terms of you know are there any you know and again you don't have to mention names but are there yeah. any unique client stories that you have or any stories over the past you know while that you know are interesting or you know because i'm curious because I, I don't really know that that world and i'm I'm sure our audiences really know that world. So yeah. maybe are, are there any stories that you, you know, or one or two stories that you could share that maybe stand out? It could be a struggle. It could be something positive. It could be something that, that happened that's, you know, super unique or something like that. Or maybe in your travels because you've traveled lots. Um, is there is there anything that kind of stands out? Boy, I'm just thinking I have so many stories. I could really write a book. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it's all positive. Um, some of the great ones is we, I had a client that wanted something really, really unique, very unique, and that it would have to be custom made for her. So we booked an appointment with a major vendor out of Paris, but they had a a warehouse in New York. So we they had given her the opportunity to fly to Paris and get something made in haute couture. So when you're dealing with that price range, you're, it's like above 100000 Wow. So you really have to be committed wow. to something like that. So that was a really unique opportunity to be flying with them to Paris yeah. and visiting an haute couture house because everything is hand done. You have a stylist, you have... Uh, tailors, like craftsmen, that stitched on these flowers. And you you're like behind the scene, and something is made custom for that person. Wow! So that was a great experience. Yeah. There and um, other times I traveled with other clients. They developed to be friends, so we would possibly go on their private jet and make a golf game out of it too and going to their place um, outside of Edmonton and doing some home decorating giving some just little advice here and there and it's, it's I don't know it's like personal shopping but it's a lifestyle it's just yeah. a whole mixture of different things and then I have some great clients that just back in the days that would just come in and visit and bring treats and champagne and we'll try and close and make wardrobes and or go out to another client's house and just clean out her closet and just 
plan her uh, business trip from one to the next to the next, set out all three luggage. Okay, you come home, drop one, pick up this one, it's ready to go. Pick up another one, it's ready to go. So everything's already set out for them. Wow. Um, and then another client came back from, I can't remember where they were, but they were coming back and it says, oh, can you come over to the house and just make it ready? Because you have to gain that trust to, to, be, or, to be able to go into someone's home because um, you're going into their private space, yes, right? And go in there and just set it up. Mm-hmm. Have the right flowers set up. Um, maybe have a bottle of champagne ready for when they come home. Just have everything ready so that they're walking in. They don't have to start fresh. Oh, let me you know get someone in to clean the place or things. Just have it set up for them. This episode of the Second Floor Podcast is brought to you by Shift by Alberta Innovates. Our province is a hotbed of innovation. Now, in Season 2, Shift's hosts Katie Dean and John Hagen put the spotlight on Albertan innovators working to improve the world, one ripple at a time. Here's a taste of the Shift podcast by Alberta Innovates. Make Shift by Alberta Innovates your next podcast binge. Join us as we take a deep dive with the people that are driving Alberta's 21st century economy. These global movers and shakers are working to solve today's challenges, create new opportunities, and build a healthy, sustainable, and prosperous future for Albertans today and for generations to come. Just when you think you know all about Alberta, we're here to shift your perspective. I don't know if I could stress this enough. We have a top three institution in arguably the most important technology in the entire world right now. We will prove a lot of people wrong by coming out of this even stronger. And the way we will do it is by finding ways to help businesses be cash flow positive and by willing to you know, find the ways that we can help. We're just starting to scratch the surface. I mean, Calgary just this uh, last month announced the fact that they broke their record again for venture capital investment. And some of this is in fintech, some of this is in a whole bunch of different areas where we originally didn't even you know, have these types of core industries in Alberta. We have diversification in our DNA. We just have forgotten about it. Sincerely, we are blessed in Alberta to have all the infrastructure that we do have. Tune in to Shift by visiting shift.albertainnovates.ca or your favorite podcast app. You know, I'm curious now, do you have, do, do these clients tell you exactly what they want or do you kind of just, when you come in and you see kind of what their lifestyle is like, you're able to kind of anticipate, you know, you know, maybe bringing a bottle, a bottle of champagne, maybe bringing, you know, you know, X, Y, Z treats or whatever the case to, to, to make them, to give, give them that service. That's kind of maybe above and beyond. Yeah. Is, is that kind of how you kind of navigate navigate in in your space or are there clients that are just like you know mina this is exactly what i want here 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 it is go do it or do you have like the authority and like do you kind of like say okay i know so and so is doing this and so and so is doing that okay i'm gonna make sure i get this 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 like how does it how how do you kind of navigate that space you know it i have they're all like that Mm. they're either very strict yeah. Very regiment in their um, lifestyle, or other ones were like, you know what I like, just just do it, make it happen. Yes. And so you have to have confidence in yourself that you know you're going in, and if you have to respect the client's wishes too. If a client tells you, this is all I want, 
dot, dot, dot. And you think of something else. And, you know, I would throw it at them. I go, what about if we did this? What about this? And they're like, okay, do that. And other ones were just like, you have carte blanche. Just, just do it. Mm. And then you just do it. It's yeah. so, I have an eclectic group of clients. Um, and I'm very grateful for all of them because they're all so different. And it I, somehow probably taking psychology in university helped me deal with all this all different types of personality yeah because it starts off with being when you were a child Mm. and then treating everybody differently but the same yeah somehow i'm curious how do you manage their schedules because i'm sure you know you deal with different types of people how are like how do you kind of work again you you told you told us before like it doesn't seem like work so what you know with all these different schedules how do you manage your time with them it just works out you just have to be very are you efficient very, are you very organized i'm organized oh, okay i'm very organized i have a calendar i very old-fashioned i have post-its <laughs> yeah um and I just kind of go through and look at the calendar and just like, okay, this person needs this at a certain time. And so everything is, okay, Monday is dedicated to this and this and time frame, how long it's going to take me to do this. So I, I'm proactive to get things done because by the time you react, it's almost too late. Right. And, and I probably that, have to be more proactive. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So I... If they tell me, and you know, some clients give me lots of time, lots of notice, could be a week, two weeks, few months if they know their schedule, but others could just tell me within the day or within hours. So we just have to kind of make it work. Right. And that's when all the connection pulls in. Like if you know the right florist and if you have connections with this restaurant or you have a connection with the stylist or a hair and makeup person, you know, you're texting everybody, okay, I need this done at a certain time. Let's make this work. So it's yeah. So it's uh, building that family, building that connection. Um, yeah, so how do you build that connection with, with you know, with, with other business owners and things that, you know, you need for your clients? Like, do you, you know, do you obviously over the years now, you've probably built some great connects, but like yeah. when you started, how did you go about making those connections? You know, I just, let's see, thinking back that long, just going to visit their shops, going to visit them, the business owners, and just seeing what they're offering and talking to them and just connecting, like just knowing, getting to know people. Yeah, just like old-fashioned. Yeah, just old-fashioned. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Like not calling them to say, I am so-and-so. It's like, not like that. You know, I'm a people person. I need to go in. I need to look at you. We need to talk and be real and whatever comes from that and i'll say well, you know this is what i do and if i have anyone that needs your service i'll give you a call mm. and then if someone comes up and says to me oh i need flowers done um or i need a caterer to do this and this last minute so i go and look for it and yeah. um connect with them yeah. and it just kind of builds like you know you get to know people and some of those people in other businesses, they end up being clients as well. Right. And so I have clients and connections from uh, develop- developers, uh, restaurant uh, restaurateurs, 
stylists, uh, facialists, um, personal trainers, you name it. Right. Dealerships, auto body shops, um, wholesale, retail, you know, just everything. Yeah. And in Edmonton, and also based in Toronto, and some based in New York, some based in Europe. So it's just all those years of traveling, connecting with people, and keeping in touch. Like, always keeping in touch. Yes. Like, every day, every week, every month, it's always sending out a, hi, how are you doing? What's happening in your world right now? Like, mm. what are you up to? And Follow-up. So, Follow-up. Yeah. So it's fresh in your head. Yes. And then they're like, okay, so Mina does this, and she also does that. So I'll connect this person with her. It's funny. I had a lady reach out to me from Nicaragua. Wow. Um, two weeks ago. And she's a retired dentist. Wow. Very So cool. we started talking, and she's based out of, she was based out of Calgary. And so we talked and connected that way. And she says, okay, how can we expand your business, expand my business? I said, well, let's, let's migrate, you know, let's marinate on this thought. And let's see. So that's something that I'm working on right now, too. Yeah. Is how do I expand this business? Mm. She's in South America. I'm in Canada. How are we going to yeah. do this? We're not sure yet, but something's going to come up. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, it's crazy how, you know, like you said, like just connections like that and, and kind of, you know, you planting the seed and following up, those things have such a tremendous effect down yeah. the road and and can help. And I, I can attest to that even in my business of just knowing people and, and, and just catching up with them that yeah. I think that's, like you said, the old fashioned way, more so than social media has oh, yeah. helped, has helped uh, you know, my business as well. So I, I totally agree with you on that on that front. Well, it's just like how we met is yeah. through our friend Raj. Yes, and he's my physiotherapist, and he's great, by the way. If anybody needs one, <laughs> shout out to Raj. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he we started talking, and he says, you know, when if you're ever thinking about doing a podcast, let me know. And he kind of threw this idea at me over a year ago, mm. and at that time, I said, I don't know what I'm doing, so not going there yet and he says okay well you know just think about it yeah and then one day i'm thinking okay i'm starting up again why not i think i'm ready and he's like great fantastic yeah <laughs> yeah no it's awesome yeah no he's he's a, he's a fantastic guy. yeah i think you know you know speaking about connections and 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 all the, these are i think these are these are like tactical like no sorry practical skills that um you know are you know are very simple but they're they're very powerful and i think you know our audience is kind of majority of our audience is kind of in their mid mid 20s early 20s yeah. um so mina do you have any advice for you know young women or young men who are you know trying to you know maybe start a business or they're trying to find a career path they don't know what they're doing um and maybe they want to get into into this this type of business, maybe potentially. Or what 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 advice would you give you know our audience? I I hear it a lot, but it's so true. Until you know, you go through it yourself that you realize. Listen to yourself. Listen to your intuition, and do what you love. And 
don't let, don't hang around negative people. Uh, and you have to stay positive. And if you really love what you do, you're going to make it work. There's going to be downfalls. There's going to be times that, you know, it's just like, oh my God, how am I going to put food on the table? How am I going to pay for rent? How am I going to pay for this and this? Like everybody has to deal with that. But you almost have to, you really do have to take it one day at a time. And it will happen. It will happen. It may not happen the way you plan it to happen, but it will happen when the universe decides it's going to happen. And uh, and have patience. And that's the main thing. I just find, you know, who would have thought I'm still doing what I love and doing it now, branching out to doing this, but it's, I had to have patience. I went through the growing pains, um, the stress, the finance or whatever. And it's just, you just do it and you have to be yourself. You really do have to be yourself. And, and if you really love what you do, you'll find a way to do it. But you may not find a way like you're, th- you're sitting there thinking, okay, she said that I should do what I want. So I'm going to do it right now. Mm. It's like, it doesn't happen like that. Yeah. You know, you got to plant the seed and you got to have your connection. And if you don't have the right connection, then think about how you're going to get your connections and bring the right people into your life. And if there's people in your life that is not um, motivating you. And if they're not, encouraging you those people need to not be in your life because they're not helping you Mm -hmm. yeah wow yeah no that's fantastic advice and you know if if somebody isn't you know very you know business oriented i know you you seem very business oriented and you're you know you know kind of a kind of a go-getter if you will right um how how does someone i guess young woman young man how does someone learn those the, you know those traits because I'll, I'll be honest even personally i i never had a business background yeah. I, had a, I had a science background and now i'm running my own business yeah as well um from your perspective mina how does how does someone go about something like this where you know you love what you do but you have no business acumen or no business sense you know how do you how, how do you get get through that what do you what do you do or is there any any anything there that you can give us well you know what i didn't come from a business background either i just kind of fell into it i just think you either have it or you don't and it's you have to have that drive you have to have that passion in you in wanting to do it and making it happen um and talking to the right people and if you think, say, for example, right now, if I need to do set up a storefront, that's something new for me. But I know people that are in that industry. So I'll have just to, you know, you have to take that step. You have to make it happen for yourself. You have to talk to them, find out the pros and cons and see how that's going to work in your your life right now. Will that work? Will it not work? How are you going to finance yourself? Are you going to... It's just connecting with people. It's really, like you said, it's very ABC. It's like getting back to the basic and reaching out and talking to people. Yeah. Not texting and... Yeah, that's that's very unique because... Very impersonal. Yeah, especially nowadays, it's very unique because the fact that we do have social media and the fact that we do have these these platforms and the technology and stuff. So it's, it's almost... The, the in-person and then you know obviously with COVID 
like connecting with people has just become a little bit a little bit more harder yeah um but i think covid kind of makes you think harder too right yes. you, you're thinking outside the box it makes you think outside of the box it and does. think how yeah. am i gonna get to that person like doing a podcast who would have thought mm-hmm. um how am i gonna get this you know it, it, things will happen i all i truly truly believe things will happen when they need to happen and everything happens for a reason mm-hmm. so would you say the most important thing in terms of like a skill set is you know connection yes mm. absolutely yeah um, you don't necessarily have to go to school for it. I went to school for something totally different, and look what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. But I think because I went to school and because I was looking for part-time job in retail when I was in university, because of all that, somebody came into... I used to manage Gap Kids downtown. Okay. Um, so somebody came into the store looking for a service for their kids and I helped them with that and I kind of did personal shopping on top of that. It was like, okay, I have something for your daughter, kept their number. It's not something that Gap does. Like Gap, you just go in, you buy and you leave. But this for me was like, oh, you know, so-and-so, I know she would love this. I know your daughter would love this. So she came back and she bought and she bought again. She says, you know what? I wouldn't have bought so many hundreds of dollars at the Gap throughout the months if you didn't call to tell me that you had this for me. So with that in mind, if you ever want to move on in retail, let me know. I have a position for you. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that kind of led me to Holt Renfrew. I called her up one day, goes, okay, I don't think I want to teach anymore. <laughs> I think maybe I want to expand my career in retail. Um, and she says, perfect. So I got my foot in the door. Wow. From there. Yeah. And so I think, you know, it's definitely connections, definitely how you talk to people. And you got to treat people with respect. Like you just don't know. You just don't know. I have some clients, some of them millionaires, billionaires, come in in t shirt and sweatpants. You just don't know. Yeah. You just don't know at all. So, you know, you just. Just remember, like, everybody's the same. Everybody's, Everybody came into this earth the same way. Everybody's going to leave the same way. Yeah. So you, in between, you just have to respect each other and treat each other with dignity. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and uh, I'm curious, how do you balance your, like, personal life with, you know, with the business? Because obviously, you know, you're, you're running around doing, you know, your business. And I know just from running my own business that how, how, how much time it takes and effort and, and drive and push and it's constantly on your mind. Yeah. How do you balance your personal life with your business? That's a good question. <laughs> I, by now, it's um, not that I found the, the answer to it, but it's prioritizing and being very... Um, organize and know that okay if i can uh i'm doing this for me and i have appointments here but just kind of make i have to almost blend the two together right and sometimes personal is business and business is personal Mm -hmm. and depending on who it is too 
Yeah. So it's um, it's a mixture. Right. I don't know if I can really separate them so much. Mm-hmm. Um, because I find like my business is my personal. Yeah, it's you, like, right? Yeah, it's me. So I can't really say. It's just shut off right here. The only time I will shut off is I'm um, going to bed. Right. <laughs> right. And then you wake up. It's just like this morning. A client booked me for a walk in the river valley. Seven o'clock, seven thirty. We're out the door, and that would be a personal thing because I love to walk. Yeah. Um, but there's somebody that wants to walk and use my service yes. and enjoys my company. Yeah. And then from there, that led to okay. Well, you know what? I'm going to need someone to help me do my condo. And I'm planning on having a dinner party in July, if everything lines up, would you be able to help me do that? So, you know, it's like she booked me for a walk. Yes. From um, seeing my uh, website. And who knew it would lead to helping her later on plan a party, um, help her decorate her condo, being her stylist at the same time too. So it's just kind of, so that's kind of personal and business all tied in together. And I think this, you know, you know, then you get a good feel for a person if they want you in their world or not. Yeah. Because you always, that's the break that, you know, there's certain people that are clients and certain people that are clients and friends. Right. Um, and I never want to cross that line until they take the initiative. Right. Because that could be really bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Especially because your business is, is you. Yeah. And with you comes your personality yes. and, and your character and everything, everything like that. So I can see how that can be a very, there's a very f- fine line between your personal life and, and business. Yeah. And then on top of that, how do you, do, you know, like you said, you, you'll probably just kind of let the client allow you to be, you know, yeah. more and more ingrained in their life, depending on. Yeah, I let them you know, guide me. Yes to a point and then from there it's like okay um i'm not sure if you need this or you need that you know we just kind of dissect the situation when it comes up right yeah, yeah. it's really it's different like you said i don't know if there's many businesses like this yes in a way but it's just something i fell into yeah and i'm happy i did and i've met a ton of valuable people it's just great human beings out yeah. there yeah it's a very unique you know business and i think i think a lot of people can kind of gain value from kind of your perspective and your yeah. story um in terms of like you know would you do you see yourself having more international clients yes yeah is that kind of something I, that you want to do i want to expand it because i just think you know they're think of the big picture I don't want this just to be here. Right. Eventually to be global. Right. And whatever global is, but I have a big picture in my head of this business expanding. However it happens, it will happen. I just don't know how it will happen yet, but baby steps. But I do have a big picture for it, like to be global, to be maybe home as Edmonton, but maybe there's going to be sometimes I'll be in Europe. Or wherever. Yeah, I'm guessing you would have other people with you yeah. that would obviously, you know, cater think, to your clients. Yeah, right? eventually, you know, you're going to have to expand and you're going to have to develop your empire. Yeah. And I want an empire. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's very cool. It's a very cool, um, you know, business. And and you know, when Raj brought it up to me to yeah. connect with you, it 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 it's such an unfamiliar space for for me. Yeah. Um, but it's such a unique space and it's such a unique, you know, sort especially you come, you know, from Edmonton yeah. doing your thing in Edmonton and now, you know, wanting to expand and, and, uh, you know, that's, it's very, very cool. Yeah. And I think, you know, it, it will happen. I feel it. I think you have to, you manifest it and yeah. it will happen and you really have to believe in your, in your dreams and have patience Yeah, because, I have to learn patience. I'm not a very patient person. Yeah. But you, I have to learn patience, and things will happen when you least expect it. Yeah, for right? sure. So it's uh, it'll happen. No, and and our, you know, we from on the second floor, we wish you all the best, and we yeah. we hope to, you know, when you know down the road when you have you know that business, would love to have you back on again and and talk about that. Well, I'll invite you to the open house. Uh, Absolutely. And whatever else yeah. that comes up, yeah, so. that'd be that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Um, Mina, one last thing we want to ask you, and this is something that we ask all of our our guests, is what what does it take to be on the second floor? Now, what we mean by that is is the second floor is all about kind of elevating and taking your business, your life, your health to the next level. Yeah, and a lot of our a lot of our guests are either you know, thriving or they're surviving or they're, you know, in whatever industry they're in, they're, they're usually on the path of, 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 of greatness and doing, doing big things and making an impact, whatever shape or form that is. So, um, for you, what does that mean? You know, what does that mean to get to the next level? What does that mean to get to the second floor? I think it's a privilege. I think it's, definitely something that I'm very grateful for and, and I'm grateful every day for that that I had the opportunity to come here and to meet you and to do this interview in a very comfortable setting um, and hopefully this will reach someone that is watching and needs that extra inspiration or that needs help or something that will reach out to you or reach out to me and expand our business, our global empire, yes. like reaching out and helping more people. So I just think it's, it's I'm very grateful to be here. And um, I thank you for that. And I thank Raj for reaching out to you to reach out to me. Yeah. And um, I think, you know, it's, it's, everybody can be here. Everybody can be sitting right here talking to you. Um, but they just have to take that step mm. to get there. I love that. Uh, Mina, where can people find you if they want to reach out to you, if they want to message you, if they want to do business with you, or if they just want to talk to you? Um, where can people find you? I have a website, uh, minalee.ca, and everything is on there. And you can reach out by email or my phone number is on there as well. And I have an Instagram page as well. Mina Style by Design. Um, reach out to me there as well. Um, you can connect with me by phone, by text. However, whatever you're comfortable with, I'll respond. That's fantastic. Well, we'll also have those links in our bio and all those, all of uh, Mina's info will be on there. So if you guys want to check her out, yeah, make sure to check do. her out. So, 
Well, Mina, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for coming on to the second floor. And, you know, when, you know, down the road, we'll hope to have you back on. Yeah. Sometime. So.